Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. Hey everybody, it's A Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino and I'm so excited about my guest today. We met, oh gosh, I don't know how many months ago at a dinner with uh, Billy Hochman and I had the pleasure of sitting across from her and getting to know her and I was like, man, I wish this was my vet. <laughs> Dr. Sarah Urban, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was a awesome dinner. We got to try some funky foods such as bone marrow and all that, but it was great. <laughs> yes, it was. I remember it. And I also remember being very full afterwards also. <laughs> so you are, um, you are uh, specializing or learning more as it comes to, you're, you're an integrative vet, correct? Yeah. And you're learning more about um, and practicing acupuncture and chiropractic yeah. and massage. Yeah. And one of my favorite things about you is food as medicine, yeah. which yeah. Um, we met through Billy Hochman from Answers um, Pet Food. And he's one of my favorite people to talk about uh, medical cannabis and full spectrum CBD because he's a huge fan of it, you know, his baby dog takes it every single day, takes our heel tincture, um, because he doesn't believe in supplements and he treats it as a plant food, a whole plant food or a whole food. Yeah. Um, we love to call it a whole plant medicine because that's what it is. It's just the plant and nothing else that does all the work. So I love that you, um, you use food as mm -hmm. therapy and as a way to heal. So I am guessing that you're all for the raw and fresh diet um, for people. Yeah, ab absolutely. Um, you know, I met Billy and I'm, their whole family, um, Jacqueline Hill, eons be before it even became mainstream. So I always joke because I had some of the first batches of that fish stock still in mason jars. Oh, how and, funny. and you think it smells bad now. Back then it was ultra concentrated. Um, it was like a jelly, but yeah, I think we've gotten so far away from looking, especially in the, the pet food industry, the veterinarian world, looking at how food affects um, our patients. And, and I, my big realm, I do a lot of uh, rehab. So we would call it in the human world, you know, physical therapy, but um, in pet terms, we can call it rehabilitation. And it seems to be one of these things that gets thrown out the window. If I have a patient that is recovering from a fracture, um, you know, hit by a car incident, ACL, um, or even like some of the cervical spine, intervertebral disc disease that we generically call it, there's nothing that is looked at for nutrition. And so it, it can be a very new concept to my clients and, and the patients as to where do we go from that. So sometimes I, I'll just talk about adding fresh food to the diet, changing the diet to something that isn't as processed. And I, I can tell you it is a huge component um, to their healing. Um, and then just for my everyday, you know, patients that I'm coming in for acupuncture, you know, chiropractic and um, stuff like that. 
Yeah, because um, it's, you know, I feel like I say this on every single show, but you weren't taught anything about diet and nutrition in vet school. And you also weren't taught anything about the endocannabinoid system or about acupuncture or chiropractic or any of those things. These, and this is what I'm always advocating that these are the type of vets you guys want to look for because these are the vets who have gone outside of what they were just taught and know. You can't deny it. There's too much evidence now of these natural things acupuncture is a science, you know, yeah. chiropractic is a science. And I feel like all of these things have so much in common because they're all being kept from us. Yeah. They're all being, um, gosh, how should I say slandered in the world, you know, as, as we should be scared of them or you, or you yeah. could get hurt or it's hokey pokey or whatever it is. And it's mm-hmm. not, it's all based on science. And whether I believe the science or not, it doesn't matter. It's helped me tremendously. It's helped my dogs tremendously doing acupuncture and massage and chiropractic. I just got my, uh, gonna, yep. gonna learn it. <laughs> um, I learned so much from my chiropractor who um, we have come to our uh, shop, Beautify the Beast. We have two locations. So we bring these people in and you can't deny it. I mean, you know, you go from a dog limping to a dog, you know, walking again. And people yeah. don't, don't understand that not only does it relieve the pain, but it opens up pathways. It opens up the communication. All of these are so wonderful. And I always say every senior animal and, and person should be on some sort of CBD regimen. Yeah. But you should also try these other things, acupuncture and chiropractic. I mean, yeah. it's just... You know, we can't think that things aren't going to get clogged and, you know, messed up or, you know, whatever. How do you explain it? I, so, you know, I I use a lot of the theory of, you know, you get garbage in, garbage out type deal. But when, when I'm looking at a patient as a whole, you know, there, there could be a little bit of miscommunication or it's the jiggly wire and information, you know, when we're talking about chiropractic and even acupuncture, you know, that information is not getting to the brain. The brain then can't transmit info down to organ systems. So when when you start not getting the correct signals, you might get too much, you know, as your body in hyperdrive and a sympathetic fight and flight, you know, running type situation. Or are we always in like rest and digest and sleepy? Well, then all of a sudden our organs are not going to be working correctly. Um, then we might not be metabolizing our food correctly. And, and then we see all this disease pathology. Um, and I think when you go to an integrative veterinarian who has some of this training, I can look at patients and see, okay, if I have a super anxious dog that's running on hyperdrive all the time, I'm going to be very concerned about its adrenal system when it's seven, eight years old. And, and, you know, all of a sudden we're like, oh, why did it get Cushing's? Well, you know, there's been no signs that entire time. Um, so I, I really view it as, you know, can we pick up these things early, pick up the, the, the little signals that the body's putting out and try to, you know, bring, get a plateau, bring everything down, smooth everything out. Um, but, and it can happen very quick, but, you know, you get some of these chronic cases, 10, 11, 12, you know, sometimes I just go for, I want them to improve their quality of life. You know, the, you know, they're not vomiting anymore. You know, they want to go for a walk. Those are those 
little tiny like success stories I look for. Right. I think most people don't understand that, you know, when your dog gets sick or a disease, they don't sit there and stress or have anxiety about them having the disease. They don't know. Yeah. What they care about is their quality of life. But if you're freaking out about it, they're going to pick up on that energy. Yeah. Um, what are some of the, you know, I, I like how you said, I don't think people understand that dogs expressing or having a lot of stress and anxiety or being hyper all the time will translate into disease later. Um, I'm the best person to talk about that because I gave myself rheumatoid arthritis by being a stressed out, anxious person. Not anymore, thanks to yeah. CBD and medical cannabis, which is what led me on you know, the path of finding out how it worked with our pets, which it works a lot like yep. us. So these are things that people don't understand. I even remember having a, a boxer here that these people said they tried everything. Mm -hmm. And the, the boxer came to board with me and she was, it was like she was on crack, man. She was nuts. And they hand me the food and they're feeding her, um, oh my God, what the hell? Gravy train. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. know they still made gravy yeah. train. Yeah. yeah. So I, I turn it around. First ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I immediately, like, when they came, of course, did not even open the bag at all. I refused to feed it. Mm -hmm. But I remember when they came and picked her up, she was a different dog after two weeks of eating a raw and fresh um, diet. We had her on CBD to help her calm down and bring her back to homeostasis. But we never can do anything, no healing, without uh, taking care of the gut and feeding them yeah. what they need. Um, so it was a huge transformation. I'm like, if, do you see what the ingredients on the dog food is? It, people bag non-food. It is non-food. It is poison. I'm like, this is like feeding your kids mm -hmm. McDonald's every single day. It's even worse than McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. McDonald's with, uh, you know, cooked so high that it becomes carcinogenic and then they pour sugar all over it. So you know, this, these are things that the pet parents need to keep in mind. We've got to keep with the gut. So we can do the acupuncture, we can do the chiropractic, we can even do the CBD, but if we don't address what we're feeding them, right. we're not going to prevent that disease yeah. from happening. Yeah. We're going to yeah. talk a little bit more. We got to take a break. And yep, no when we come back, let's talk about that. I'd love to talk about some of your cases that you've seen do a turnaround. Okay. We'll be right back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. Dazed and Infused 
Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. All right, we're back with It's a Dog's Life, and I'm here with Dr. Sarah Urban, and I wish you lived in my town because I'd be coming to see you. Um, we were uh, we were talking a little bit about how, you know, until we move on or address any type of disease or issue, we need to look at the gut and the food. And I think that, you know, I've read a lot of vets. Everybody I come in, of course, I comes on the show, I start researching but I think it's the only time I saw in a vet's description, what did you call it? Food therapy? Yeah. Oh, I was like, yes. And I already knew you were that way, but actually put it in there makes all the difference in the world. Um, our, as we know, our dog's um, immune system lives in their gut. Right. Um, I, we were just uh, talking about uh, lymphedema. Did I say it right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, and you know, people don't know the lymph nodes, the lymphatic system is, is a part of our immune system and getting these wastes out. So even switching your dog to a fresh and diet, fresh, um, diet is you also want to look at how do you cleanse out these toxins that maybe have built up over the years. Does acupuncture and chiropractic also help with that? Yeah, it, it, it definitely does. Um, so when I'm, when I do acupuncture and I, I do a TCVM exam, so a traditional Chinese veterinary medical exam, we, we do take a look at, you know, tongue color, the, the temperature of the dog, you know, do they have a smell, believe it or not, you know, what are their everyday activities? Because sometimes dogs, you'll have them in their, this hyper state where they're hot, they're panting, they got dry coat versus a dog that is more pale and dull and sort of just more blah at home. And, mm -hmm. and depending on what we see off of that, we will feed them appropriately to either bring up their energy levels or, you know, kind of peg down those, that energy. Um, I, I had, I'm just thinking back what I did by accident one winter. Um, I had, was given to like some cucumbers and I ate a whole cucumber in the middle of winter and cucumber in Chinese medicine is a very cooling food. 
and I was freezing cold for the rest of the day. I had a coat on. Everyone's like, are you getting sick? I'm like, no, I just made a mistake. So I, I know how I felt. And so, you know, that's one of the foods I will use for a dog that is hot all the time. Um, it's used a lot in Florida for, for dogs that get overheated, horses that get overheated in Florida. You know, it's something that um, even down at uh, the Chi Institute, it's something that, you know, they teach that you could feed horses. But, um, you know, in the chiropractic too, you know, addressing the gut and the, the acupuncture in hand, um, if you have, you know, we talk about nerves and the lymphatics and, and generically, I think people think chiropractic is I'm moving a bone back into place. I'm not. I'm resetting the little joint receptors. So depending on where you are in the spine, you might have 10 to 12 little joint spaces. And if one's not moving, you're not giving a correct signal to you know, that organ that might live below it up to the brain. And so if I bring a little bit of movement to that joint and then it's flowing, all the signals are going to be flowing, including your lymphatics, including your blood supply. Um, and so if you have a lot of changes that are going along your lumbar spine, your vagus nerve is huge. Your vagus nerve is going to feed in your gut, rest and digest. You have dysfunction there. Of course, you're going to be having maybe vomiting, or the dog might be having diarrhea, or the cat's always throwing up hairballs. Um, one of the biggest things I I see and I treat are these dogs that are puking or not wanting to eat. Well, a lot of them get um, sliding hiatal hernias, no different than people. Um, so I can go in and address that, change their food up, and then they're no longer bulking at their food. So. It's, everything's married together. Right. It all makes sense. And what I love is that there's this other system called the endocannabinoid system. And our brain, you know, makes these wonderful, wonderful endocannabinoids, which work wonderful with the plant called cannabis, um, which has phytocannabinoids. And this system is responsible for bringing homeostasis to our bodies. So mm -hmm. imagine feeding them right. Mm -hmm. uh, supporting them with CBD in case they still, in case they're old, in case something isn't working, in case you did blow your adrenals when you were younger, um, whatever it is, it's this wonderful uh, support uh, of our entire immune system. Have you had any experience um, with any of your patients using CBD or them using CBD and cannabis? Yeah, definitely. I've had I've had where some a lot of the anxiety um, where. I, I find once we can get that anxiety down, the body can then worry about other things. They're not in that fight and flight situation anymore. Um, I've had a few, you know, they come to me, they're not responding to your traditional NSAIDs, uh, pain medicine, um, because it doesn't do anything for that fight and flight. Um, and and when you're in that situation, your pain levels are going to, you're going to respond to pain or pain stimulus a lot easier. Um, so when you can kind of bring that sympathetic tone down, your pain levels are going to come down as well. So I find it, it's, it, you get both benefits. It, it goes after that pain, but it also treats that anxiety. So I've seen that in a lot of my um, patients that come for rehab or, you know, I'm, you know, even a lot of my seizure patients, you know, they come and they're on the high kibble type diet. So we're pro-inflammatory getting them onto a higher fat diet, getting them on, you know, some CBD products. Um, 
and they've responded beautifully. And, and I'm happy to see the traditional vets and some of the neurologists are, are recognizing that now, which, right. which is great. Right. They can't deny their patients who, no. you know, they come back a month later when a dog is supposed to have been dead and it's thriving. Exactly. I mean, I, I get it all the time. I get the seniors filled with problems and all I do is a fresh diet and CBD and I watch them come back to life again. And all I'm doing is supporting their immune system as much as I possibly can and exercise and clean water. And it's, um, it seems like we've overcomplicated it so much, but um, it's so nice to know that there's people out here, out there like you who are doing it. Now, have you worked with horses also? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, horses can get, I don't, I don't want to say they're more complicated, but um, horses are so far removed from how they should be living, you know, right now, you, you know, so when we go into some of our competition type barns, our hunter jumper, dressage, and they're traveling a lot. So, you know, they're going up and down the East Coast. And if you look at how horses should be, they should be out roaming, walking many miles a day. Um, if you ever get the chance to go to the Prior Mountains, and those horses have to walk down the mountainside to go get water, and then they walk back up. You know, our horses have everything right in front of them. They're not getting the exercise. And then we wonder why they get all these chronic illnesses. And so we really have anxiety. That yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in, if they're not kept with a herd, um, you know, having that, they're very, very social animals opposed to a dog that could just live with a person. They need that social interaction. Um, but they addressing their teeth and their feet and their diet and chiropractic care is huge for them. Because if their teeth are not getting properly addressed yearly, so they, they continuously grow their teeth, sort of like rabbits. So they have to get filed down. But you also want to be going to someone, an equine dentist, that really fully understands how to equilibrate or balance the mouth, opposed to just sticking a file in there. Um, and the same thing with the feet, you know, trying to keep that foot in a natural state or natural shape is ideal. Um, and if any one of these things goes off, then you're going to have dysfunction. So it kind of, it, to me, it, it seems kind of like how we always compare our dogs to wolves. Mm -hmm. um, should we be comparing the horses to wild horses? It, they, they are far removed. I think they're closer to that state than, you know, when we talk about our dogs with wolves. Um, it's, they're just not flourishing in being in a, a dry lot with hay and not being able to walk around and get the proper exercise and the interaction, um, which I think can lead to a lot of the, the GI upsets that we see, the ulcers, um, the anxieties, some of the aggression. Um, and horses are super prone to, we see Cushing's in horses. It's very, very prominent. Um, wow. And we wonder why. Right. Well, it's funny because people, I have a farm and people are always asking me why I don't have horses. And I'm like, I don't feel like I have enough space or time or anything. So yeah. I, you know, just the couple months ago saved my neighbor's donkey who was mm -hmm. about to be put down with colic. And we gave him um, my full spectrum CBD yeah. and brought him back. And then I said to him, okay, well now we have to address what caused it. Yeah. I have no idea if he did. 
Yeah. (laughs) I give the information and go, I hope you did. Gus is still running around next door. So I'm glad he's still good. But yeah, it's funny to think that it was soon after he adopted him, he rescued him from somewhere. And, you know, whether it was a stress or anxiety or being in this new place, you know, he was sick and, you know, he got better when we supported him. Um, We're going to take another break and we'll be right back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or 8 years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Okay, we're back with Dr. Sarah Urban. Now, you're working on getting a master's from the Chi Institute. What does that mean? So, uh, mass, they, they developed um, kind of a, a sub, they developed this master's program down there because there was a lot of people going through and getting certifications in acupuncture. So, Chi Institute is one of the main schools that, um, provide certification to veterinarians that want to learn acupuncture, but they also have a vast majority. They have a ton of continuing education, which is wonderful. So you can go get studies in advance, small animal, large animal acupuncture, uh, food therapy, you know, traditional Chinese veterinary food therapy, toy na, which is a certain massage technique. Um, and, herbal medicine, which is a pretty intense course. And then they had some other advanced stuff and they 
there isn't right now, unfortunately, I think it's going to come down the road. There isn't board certifications in holistic medicine. So, you know, when we think about a human can go on to go get a natural path doctor degree. Um, you know, there isn't a board certification. There is a board certification now for uh, rehab, sports medicine rehab for veterinarians, which is great because it does encompass some things. Um, so they had decided, the Institute, to create this degree that is recognized by, you know, the State Department of Education as a master's degree in this. So it's wonderful. Um, with that, too, they also want to promote research in this area. Well, you know, and I think there's enough people in the world now, uh, you know, I, I still get upset, you know, when someone writes me and says, where's the proof? Where's the research? My do my vet doesn't know anything about it and says it's dangerous, you know, when it's coming to medicine, medic yeah. ah, medical cannabis. Um, and I just like, oh, gosh, when you figure it out, give me a call. Otherwise, I think there's enough of us now in the world who are listening and getting the message out that these all natural, old, you know, that have been used for thousands of years works. Yeah. And it's just being kept from us. And there's no denying it. Uh, I'll never forget the first time I tried acupuncture. I couldn't believe how good it felt and how wonderful it was. And just like everything else in the world, there's going to be good ones and there's going to be bad ones. And you got to find the good people and the good vets. But, you know, my number one tip for those listeners is, when you meet an integrative vet and you may not have one near you, um, you're getting a, per, a vet who has gone outside and learned about these other wonderful um, healing ways to heal our animals. Mm -hmm. What are some of the, like your best success stories? Like one of your favorite stories of an animal where you were like, I, I know I get some and I'm like, oh gosh, yeah. I don't know if I can do any. And yeah. then and yeah. then it does. I just do it anyway because I know that's what's supposed to happen. And then I get to watch tumors fall off and oh, yeah. go away and cancer go away. So I can't imagine what you've seen. What are yeah. some of your favorites? I, I definitely have had, um, I had a, a POA pony. So it's a Pony of Americas. It's, it's a breed of pony. And she was, she's pushing 38. And it was one of these things that came in and saw her. Um, she had dealt with probably for about 15, 20 years with uh, squamous cell carcinomas on her. She had lived in Florida. So being more of the Appaloosa, like she had a lot of more white skin and they're more prone to this and multiple rounds of different injectable chemotherapeutics. Um, and so at this point, when I went to go see her two years ago, she, it was in her sinus cavity. And so her eye was a little bit bulgy. She had some nasal discharge. And um, the tricky thing was she was super sensitive to any medicine. So she had underlying liver issues. So anything you would give her, you had to give it in a microdose. Um, but I had started her on just some Chinese herbals. And um, did, we did some like acupressure because just even doing acupuncture was too much. You know, we we got to worry about sometimes our older ones you know, you get left, you have like an oil burner or a hurricane lamp, you got a certain amount of oil in it, and they got this little itty bitty, so you don't want to crank up everything that you can do, you'll burn out that oil. So with her, it was just, we're just going to do acupressure, we're going to do some herbs. So 
she, her energy had picked up. She started eating really well. And the crazy thing was mom, mom had called. She's a little bit panicked because she thought the mass was getting bigger. Well, here she was actually starting to exteriorize the mass in her nose. Huge chunks of it, as disgusting as it was, was coming out of her nose. Awesome. No blood. She was eating, drinking. And so she had the local vet came out, scanned it, stuck a little camera up there, and it actually was just hollowing out and falling out of her nose. Awesome. Um, and she, she had been using a little bit of CBD with her and her goat, just a side note, her goat who had been, had gotten sick when it was young, got tetanus, super arthritic, looked like the tin man walking around and got into the horse's food, which probably knowing the goat knew it had something in it, it wanted, but ate some of the food, the CBD oil. The mom came out the next morning, the goat's on top of it. It's like doghouse thing. And and it hadn't been, you know, up, up on that for years. So she's like, yeah, I'm going to need more. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> now too. Awesome. So, yeah. 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 Those are the types of things that, um, you know, we see here all the time on my rescue farm and there's, you, you know, you can't deny it. You can't deny yeah. it. But what's funny is that, you know, I constantly get the call of the tumor dying or falling off or whatever it is. Um, so if a tumor, when a tumor dies inside the body, does the body just flush it out? It tends to, it, it can get worse before it gets better. Right. Um, I find that all, almost all the time. Yeah. yeah. And, and it can go with anything. I, you know, I see it with food even, even though if the patient looks pretty good their skin and coat can get worse before it gets better because now it's got the proper nutrients to get rid of stuff. And you can have a little bit of a Herx reaction um, where the body just all of a sudden is purging. But my thing is, you know, as long as the dog's not having a fever, they're still eating and drinking fine. You know, those are all, you know, they're still have that vitality. I don't get too concerned. Right. And I have, yeah, I have 10 dogs here right now. I've seen them all, you know, back in the day when I switched them all to raw, I tell everybody it was a literal shit show and you know, things you, it's amazing when a tumor is dying or when the toxins are leaving the animal's body, it's not pretty, it's ugly, but no to stick with it because that's what's happening is that there's a a cleanse going on. Well, we're out of time. I enjoyed talking to you so much. Where can our listeners um, follow you or keep up with you if they're interested in that? Yeah. So right right now, I'm in, I'm in a little bit of a, like in between um, career changes, but right now I'm working down at Always Helpful Veterinarian Services. So it's in Nottingham, PA. So awesome. we are a holistic practice. Um, so you can go online um, and, and find that practice online. Um, and then I always tell owners, you know, if they need, you know, if they live in Texas, California, how do you find a practitioner? You can go on the American Holistic Veterinarian Medical Association, and there's an option to look for a practitioner. So that's a right. Great and that's ahvma.org. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and just like everything else, all holistic vets aren't created equal. So even then you're still going to want to do your research and don't yeah. expect that you're going to have the best integrative vet right down the street. You might have to drive a little yeah. bit. That's why we hope in the future, there'll be telemedicine where we yeah. can find our, our favorite vets and be able to do a consultation online. That would be so awesome. I, I would like that from the beach. <laughs> cool, right? 
That would be really good. Well, you know, you know how it says you got to take care of yourself before you take care of everyone else. So I'm all for that. Thank you so much for joining me. I can't wait to see you in August in, in your town, your area of town. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.